0: COVID-19 can kill you, or like most people who get it, you might recover completely. And for some people, even those who have experienced only mild symptoms, the virus can cause medical issues, including damage to the heart. Welcome to our Health Track podcast. I'm Aileen Ellis. I'm here today with Dr. Anthony Petrello, the Medical Director of the Cardiovascular Institute at Montefiore St. Luke's Cornwall. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. So now that we're months into the pandemic, what are we learning about some of the ways that this virus can affect the heart?
1: So, COVID is a very challenging virus for us. It presents with a broad spectrum of symptoms. It can be completely asymptomatic. They can have mild disease with no heart involvement at all. They can have no symptoms, but cardiac testing and imaging shows some heart abnormalities, or they can have full-blown symptomatic heart disease. So it's really quite variable. And in terms of the way that COVID can affect the heart, there could be an inflammatory-mediated weakening of the heart muscle. There could be true heart attack. COVID causes a prothrombotic state where it causes increase in clotting, so you can have a true heart attack. You could have demand ischemia, which is basically supply-demand mismatch, so there's no actual blockages in the arteries of the heart, but because of the increase in demand on the heart from the virus, that you get this supply-demand mismatch. And you can get a myocarditis, which is actually a direct inflammation of the heart muscle due to invasion of the virus. In severe cases, the myocarditis can lead to decrease in heart function, heart failure, and even dangerous arrhythmias. You know, most of these patients are going to recover, but occasionally it can progress to fulminant heart failure.
0: So, based on all that, do you recommend that everyone who has COVID 19 should see a cardiologist and get tested?
1: I think that if everybody who had COVID-19 saw a cardiologist, there wouldn't be enough cardiologists to see any other heart disease, given the fact how rampant COVID is right now. But I do think that there are select patients who need to be concerned. It's important to recognize, though, that most patients with COVID will not have heart involvement. Primarily, this is still a primarily lung disease. And the vast majority of patients who do have some subclinical heart involvement will not have any symptoms. There is, though, a small percentage of patients that will have some heart involvement. Usually, those patients are going to be sick enough to be in a hospital. However, if you are having symptoms of severe shortness of breath, chest pressure, palpitations, episodes where you're passing out, absolutely, in that case, you're going to need to be evaluated by a cardiologist. In addition, if you were sick enough to be in the hospital... The physician who's taking care of you there should probably do some screening tests to check to see if there is any heart involvement. Oftentimes, that can be done biochemically with lab tests, an EKG can check as well. Oftentimes, it's with an ultrasound called an echocardiogram, and if there's any abnormalities in any of those tests, then absolutely, a cardiologist should be involved. The other time that a cardiologist should be involved is when it's time for you to get back to exercise. The question comes up a lot is, I had COVID, when is it safe for me to resume exercise? And there are some recommendations about this that have been given down by the ACC. For most people, non-well-trained athletes, for most people, if you have mild symptoms, returning to activity a week after the symptoms resolve is safe. For competitive athletes, highly active people, if you were asymptomatic, so you just had a positive test, but you actually didn't have any symptoms, usually you would wait for two weeks after that positive test to return to activity. If you had mild symptoms, so your symptoms for COVID are just an upper respiratory tract infection, but you didn't have to go to the hospital they were not severe. You had truly mild symptoms. We suggest you do not exercise while you're symptomatic, and then you resume activity two weeks after the symptoms resolve, and you should be evaluated by a doctor in that setting. And sometimes that doctor will be a cardiologist, and the cardiologist is basically going to be looking to see if you have any evidence of heart involvement or any evidence of this myocarditis. And if you had severe symptoms or you truly found to have evidence of myocarditis, you really want to wait three months to returning to activity. And that's if you're a competitive athlete, a highly active person. And the reason why is because that myocarditis actually accounts for up to 20% of cases of sudden cardiac death in athletes. This is the reason why there was such a big concern about college athletes and college football and college basketball about when is it safe to participate during the pandemic? Should there be a delay in terms of starting college athletics this season? It's because of reasons like that. In all cases, when you return to activity, you should start slow. Don't try to pick up right where you left off. In general, you want to start at about 50% of your intensity of where you were before. You wanna stop if you develop any symptoms that are worsening and certainly call your physician to talk about it. And you always wanna maintain a safe distance when you're exercising. That six feet rule that we commonly know about to avoid transmission, doesn't really hold during exercise because during exercise, when you're breathing heavy, you increase minute ventilation and that can actually aerosolize the virus. So the recommendation is actually to maintain four to five meter distance or 15 feet with walking, 10 meters with running and 20 if you're biking.
0: So let's say that you did have some heart damage and you've gone to have tests and everything. What can you usually do about some of the problems that COVID starts up? Yeah,
1: that's a great question. and. Right now, the data for that and our understanding of that is actually quite limited. So we know that a lot of people who have COVID and who have evidence of heart involvement, we can see evidence of that on an MRI even weeks after they recover. But the question is, is that clinically meaningful? Is that going to actually cause any heart issues? And we're not exactly sure about that. So I think we usually divide people into two categories. One is people who have mild abnormalities in heart testing, but no overt heart symptoms. And two, people who have significant abnormalities in heart testing and significant heart symptoms. The first group, honestly, we don't do a whole lot with. We just watch them and see, and we tell them to be careful and to be cautious, and we see them in the office and and just peek in on them periodically. The second group, who had truly had significant heart issues and significant abnormalities in heart imaging, Those patients we often treat with medicines to help the heart recover, medicines to keep the heart rate slow, sometimes an aspirin to prevent clotting, and oftentimes medication is is a part of that. And then we usually will follow up with routine testing after a couple of months to see if the heart function has recovered.
0: And one final question, if you were to have heart problems, does that usually mean that you're going to have some other medical issues too? Or have you seen mostly when people have heart problems, that is pretty much it?
1: So honestly, it's usually the other way around. Usually, you're going to have more lung issues and then you're going to have heart issues. It would be a little uncommon just to have a heart manifestation without any of the lung issues as well. And usually, if you're having heart issues, there are other inflammatory things going on with you as well in terms of hematologically, thrombosis, inflammation markers are usually pretty elevated as well. What I would say, though, it's important to keep in mind is that even if there are heart issues, by far, the majority of them do recover with medical therapy, and it really is a small percentage of people who go on to fulminant heart failure. So typically, the prognosis overall, if there's heart involvement, is usually quite good.
0: Well, thank you very much for all this information today, Dr. Petrello. It's a pleasure to speak with you.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Dr. Anthony Petrello is the medical director of the Cardiovascular Institute at Montefiore, St. Luke's, Cornwall. I'm Aileen Ellis. Thank you for listening to this episode of our Health Track podcast. Head on over to our website at montefioreslc.org for more information and to get connected to one of our providers. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and be sure to check back in soon for the next podcast. Stay well.